a three-day tour. Welcome back to Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study. We are almost at the end of season four. I don't know how this year or season has been for everyone else, but I have honestly enjoyed diving deep into the Old Testament, history, and Torah. Please allow me this moment to say thank you to everyone for the prayers and emails or messages or encouragement during this season, but also the past four seasons. I pray others have grown in their relationship with Yeshua, Hashem, and His Spirit more and more every season. I want everyone to know, you all have honestly been such a wonderful blessing to me and for me. I feel Hashem our Elohim and Abba, has truly rewarded me beyond what I thought possible. And I am not talking riches or money or fame. Although, just kidding, but honestly. I have felt over all the love of Hashem and His people during this season. A season where out in the world things on the surface seem very dark and don't look too hopeful, I see a season of progress and unveiling. A season that for me, has been a test and testimony of the great I Am's glory and faithfulness to all those who love Him. This season I have truly felt growth in our and my relationship with the only begotten Son of the only living God, Yeshua. I cannot say enough. Yeshua is great. Yeshua is wonderful. Yeshua is my, our everything and I am so grateful to be able to share my love and learning and studying with everyone. What to expect this lesson? This lesson will be a review of the covenants made from our Father with His people since He first spoke the earth into existence as well as Numbers chapter 28 and 29. Let us begin with today's lesson. Bible study handbook sources I love to use are linked below as well as on our website. Halley's Bible Handbook. Richard's Complete Bible Handbook. Erdman's Handbooks to the Bible. For historical information regarding the remaining book of Numbers please visit blog for Numbers chapter 27 hyperlinked here. Historical portion of Bible study complete. 2. Geneva 1560 Bible Teaching Notes. Numbers chapter 28. And the Lord spake VNTO Moses, saying, Command the children of Israel, and say VNTO them, Ye shall, law, order, command, Torah, observe to offer VNTO me, in their dueses and mine offering, and my bread, for my sacrifices made by fire for a sweet sour unto me. Definition of observe. Observe. Observe, representing various words, but chiefly shamar to keep, to watch etc. Properly means to take heed to, as in Isaiah 42:20, Thou seest many things, but thou observest not and from this sense all the usages of the word in English versions of the Bible can be understood. Most of them, indeed are quite good modern usage, as observe a feast, Exodus 12:17, etc., observe a law Leviticus 19:37, etc., but a few are archaic. So Genesis 37:11, the King James Version his father observed the saying, the Revised Version, British and American, kept the saying in mind, Hosea 13:7, as a leopard. Will I observe them, the Revised Version, British and American, watch, Jonah 2:8, observe lying vanities, the Revised Version, British and American, regard, but give heed to would be clearer, compare Psalms 107:43. Still farther from modern usage is Hosea 14:8. I have heard him, and observed him, the revised version, British and American, will regard, the meaning is care for, and Mark 6:20. for Herod feared John, and observed him, the revised version, British and American, kept him safe. In the last case, the King James Version editors seem to have used to observe as meaning to give reverence to. Observation is found in Luke 17:20. the kingdom of God cometh not with observation, metaparatorasios. The meaning of the English is, so that it can be observed, but the exact force of the underlying Greek, visibly? 
so that it can be computed in advance? Is a matter of extraordinary dispute at the present time. Hashem, blessed be He has commanded us to observe His biblical feast in the season and times of what He has commanded, not to change or alter to suit the whims or manipulation of religion or man. From what I read from the text, man's religion has altered and in most cases completely attempted to castrate Hashem's biblical feast from the heart of His people. My question I ask is why and how? If, at Bible school or college of seminary school that Bible is taught from the actual Bible. How could there be any confusion on what God wants from us and how He wants it done? In my opinion and study, is that religion and compromise has lead to many being incorrectly taught God's word and observance of His commands. Compromised by the church leaders which is supposed to be a 6,953. Koheleth or Kohen and Neasih, church, is almost identical to yesterday's Hebrew word Beit Neaset, synagogue. Both relate to the function of the house of prayer, gathering, the believers for prayer and worship, and congregating. So if the churches today are not teaching and following God's word according to God's word, whose word and direction are they following? Selah. Moving on. Hashem gives instruction on how and when to observe his biblical feast. Daily burnt offering, drinky offering. Numbers chapter 28 to 3 through 28 to 8. Also thou shalt say unto them, this is the offering made by fire which ye shall offer unto the Lord, two lambs of a year old without spot, daily, for a continual burnt offering. One lamb shalt thou prepare in the morning, and the other lamb shalt thou prepare at you end. And the tenth part of an ephah of fine flour for a meat offering mingled with the fourth part of an hin of beaten oil. This shall be daily burnt offering, as was made in the Mount Sinai for a sweet sour, it is a sacrifice made by fire unto the Lord. And the drinky offering thereof the fourth part of an hin for one lamb, in the holy place caused to power the drinky offering unto the Lord. And the other lamb thou shalt prepare at you end, as the meat offering of the morning, and as the drinky offering thereof shalt thou prepare this for an offering made by fire of sweet sour unto the Lord. Sabbath Day Offering Numbers chapter 28 to 9 through 28 10. But on the Sabbath day ye shall offer two lambs of a year old, without spot, and two tenth deals of fine flour for a meat offering mingled with oil a, and the drinky offering thereof. This is ye burnt offering of Uri Sabbath, beside the continual burnt offering, and drinky offering thereof. Beginning of your monoth. Numbers chapter 28 11 through 28 15. And in the beginning of your monoths, ye shall offer a burnt offering unto the Lord, two young bullocks, and a rama, and suan lambs of a year old, without spot. And three tenth deals of fine flour for a meat offering mingled with oile for one bullock, and two tenth deals of fine flour for a meat offering, mingled with oile for one rama. And a tenth deal of fine flour mingled with oile for a meat offering unto one lamb, for a burnt offering of sweet sour, it is an offering made by fire unto the Lord. And their drinky offering shall half an hin of wine unto one bullock, and the third part of an hin unto a ram, and ye fourth part of an hin unto a labay. This is the burnt offering of Uri Monath, throughout the Monaths of the year. And one he goat for a sin offering unto the Lord shall prepare, besides the continual burnt offering, and his drinky offering. Passier of the Lord. Numbers chapter 28 16. Also the fourth day of the first Monath is the Passier of the Lord. Suan day shall loan. Numbers chapter 28 17 through 25. And in ye fifteenth day of the same monoth is the feast, Suan day shall loan bread be eaten. In the first day shall be holy convocation, ye shall do no cereal work therein. But ye shall offer a sacrifice made by fire for a burnt offering unto the Lord, two young bullocks, one ram, and Suan lambs of a year old, see that they be without blemish. 
and their meat offering shalb of fine flour mingled with oil a three-tenth deal shall ye prepare for a bullock and two-tenth deals for a rama one-tenth deal shalt thou prepare for uri lamb un for the suan lambs and an he goat for a sinna offering to make an atonement for you ye shall prepare these beside the burnt offering in the morning which is a continual burnt sacrifice after this manner ye shall prepare throughout all the suan days for the maintaining of the offering made by fire for a sweet sour unto the lord it shall be done beside the continual burnt offering and drinky offering thereof and in ye suanth day ye shall have an holy convocation wherein ye shall do no cereal work first fruits also in the day of your first fruits when ye bring a new meat offering unto the lord according to your weeks ye shall have an holy convocation and ye shall do no cereal work in it but ye shall offer a burnt offering for a sweet sour unto the lord two young bullocks a rama and suan lambs of a year old and their meat offering of fine flour mingled with oil a three-tenth deals unto a bullock two-tenth deals to a ram and one-tenth deal unto uri lamb throughout the suan lambs and then he go to make an atonement for you ye shall do this besides the continual burnt offering and his meat offering see they be without blemish with their drinky offerings credit to feasts of jehovah and the jewish calendar the glorious gospel we are currently counting omer for those who do not know what counting omer is and are interested to learn or know please click think here a short description is again for my favorite site to use i am copying and pasting the articles below to allow for a smooth audio read but please check out the chab.org hyperlink site to review other wonderful features such as classes calendars lessons and more I am not paid to endorse or affiliated I am sharing because I love too. Why do we count the Omer? By Yeruka Melford. From the second night of Passover until the day before the holiday of Shavuot, the Jewish people engage in a unique mitzvah called Sfirat HaOmer, counting of the Omer. The Torah commands us that during this time each year we count 7 complete weeks for a total of 49 days. At the end of the 7 week period we celebrate Shavuot, which means weeks. This is considered a mitzvah, so the count, which takes place each night, is preceded by a blessing. However, we may recite the blessing only if we have not missed a single day's counting. If we have omitted the counting even one night during that stretch and did not make it up during the daytime without reciting the blessing, we may no longer recite the blessing, but instead must listen as a friend says the blessing and then do the counting. During the times of the Holy Temple, at the beginning of the Omer count and on the following holiday of Shavuot, special grain offerings were brought. These offerings were waved in different directions, similar to how the lulav is waved during the holiday of Sukkot, to demonstrate GD Almighty's all-encompassing presence. Why do we count these days? We learn several reasons. The foremost is that the count demonstrates our thrill for the impending occasion of receiving the Torah, celebrated on Shavuot. Just as a child often counts the days until the end of school or an upcoming family vacation, we count the days to show our excitement at again receiving the Torah, as we do in fact receive the Torah in a renewed sense every year. We also learn that this period is meant to spiritually prepare and refine ourselves. When the Jewish people were in Egypt nearly 3400 years ago, they had assimilated many of the immoral ways of the Egyptian people. The Jews had sunk to an unprecedented level of spiritual defilement and were on the brink of destruction. At the last possible moment, the children of Israel were miraculously redeemed. They underwent a spiritual rebirth and quickly ascended to the holiest collective state they had ever reached. They were so holy, in fact, that they were compared to angels when they stood at the foot of Mount Sinai to receive the Torah. It was during that 49-day period that they underwent such a radical transformation, from the lowest lows to the highest heights in just seven weeks. 
The commandments of the Torah are not meant merely as our history, but instead represent an ongoing life lesson for every Jew. We view the Torah as freshly received every day of our lives, and approach it and its commandments with appropriate vigor. So too must we digest the lesson of the counting of the Omer. It is specifically during this time that we strive to grow and mature in our spiritual state. The Torah does not allow us to become satisfied with our current level of spirituality. Instead it tells us to set high goals for ourselves, and then methodically strive to reach the goal. The growth that occurs during this time is akin to a marathon. We pace ourselves and seek to improve day by day until we reach the day that we again receive the Torah. In this process, we look deep within ourselves and work on all of our negative attributes. If we are challenged in the realm of acts of kindness, we go out of our way to do more charitable works. If we are lacking in the area of justice, we hold ourselves to the highest possible standards and are exacting and demanding in our personal behavior and habits. And so it goes for all of our traits. By Yeruka Mailford. The next festival we are commanded by Hashem to observe is First Fruits Shavuot, Shavuos. What is Shavuot, Shavuos? My favorite site to learn, read, and study from is Habad.org. There is mailing list to receive daily e-readings and links to lesson, for those that love to study every day or might be needing some help getting started. That is if one was wanting to perhaps dive deeper into Old Testament Torah teachings or perhaps considering transferring or converting. Which BTW, if one is you can convert and keep Yeshua as your Messiah. There are many Jews and even Muslims who know Yeshua is our Savior. They just don't speak out for a lot of reasons. Mainly they are afraid of being shunned by their community, family, and friends, or even killed. Or you could choose to be a Torah-observing Christian, meaning one reads the Bible and Torah and follows the laws of Hashem because one loves God, loves Yeshua, loves the Holy Spirit, and is waiting for the return of Yeshua. It does need to be as complicated as religious critical-spirited people make it. It is simple. Love God, love Yeshua, love Holy Spirit, and follow Him. Moving on. What is Shavuot, Shavuos? And how is Shavuot celebrated? The holiday of Shavuot is a two-day holiday, beginning at sundown following the 5th of Sivan and lasting until nightfall of the 7th of Sivan, June 4th to 6th, 2022. In Israel it is a one-day holiday, ending at nightfall of the 6th of Sivan. What Shavuot commemorates? The word Shavuot, or Shavuos, means weeks. It celebrates the completion of the seven-week Omer counting period between Passover and Shavuot. The Torah was given by GD to the Jewish people on Mount Sinai on Shavuot more than 3,300 years ago. Every year on the holiday of Shavuot we renew our acceptance of GD's gift, and GD re-gives the Torah. The giving of the Torah was a far-reaching spiritual event, one that touched the essence of the Jewish soul for all times. Our sages have compared it to a wedding between GD and the Jewish people. Shavuot also means oaths, for on this day GD swore eternal devotion to us, and we in turn pledged everlasting loyalty to him. Learn more about the giving of the Torah and what it means to us today. In ancient times, two wheat loaves would be offered in the holy temple on Shavuot. It was also at this time that people would begin to bring Bikarim, their first and choicest fruits, to thank GD for Israel's bounty. The holiday of Shavuot is a two-day holiday, beginning at sundown following the 5th of Sivan and lasting until nightfall of the 7th of Sivan, June 4th to 6th, 2022. In Israel it is a one-day holiday, ending at nightfall of the 6th of Sivan. Jewish Holidays Shavuot Practical Shavuot Shavuot Calendar 2022 During the course of the holiday we don't go to work, drive, write, or switch on or off electric devices. We are permitted to cook, to kindle a stove with a flame that existed before the holiday, 
or which was lit from such a flame, and to carry outdoors. Shabbat. Sivan 5, June 4 Shavuot Eve, Erev Shavuot It is customary to decorate synagogues and homes with flowers and boughs. All decorations must be done on Friday before the onset of Shabbat. The holiday of Shavuot begins tonight. After Shabbat has ended, women and girls light candles tonight to usher in the holiday. Click here for candle lighting times in your city, and click here for the blessings one recites while lighting. After the holiday evening prayers, a festive holiday meal, complete with the recitation of the holiday kiddush, is enjoyed. On this night, it is customary to remain awake and study Torah until dawn. Sunday, Sivan 6, June 5, first day of Shavuot. Torah reading, Exodus 19 1-2023, Numbers 28-26-31. Half Torah, Ezekiel 1 1-28, 3-12 reading of the Ten Commandments. All men, women and children should go to the synagogue to hear the reading of the Ten Commandments. Click here to find a synagogue near you. The Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Menachem M. Schneerson, of righteous memory, encouraged the bringing of even the youngest of children to the reading of the Ten Commandments in the synagogue on Shavuot. This is in commemoration of the Jewish people declaring, Our children are our guarantors, that we will keep the Torah. This, the Midrash states, was the only guarantee acceptable to GD. The priests bless the congregation with the priestly blessing during the Musaf prayer. Many communities chant the Akdimit poem before the reading of the Torah. Kiddush is recited, and a holiday meal follows. It is customary to eat dairy foods today. Click here for delicious dairy recipes. Candle lighting, from a pre existing flame, before nightfall. Click here for candle lighting times in your city, and then click here for the blessings. In some communities, whoever will say Yisker tomorrow lights a Yurtzite candle tonight, also from a pre existing flame. After the holiday evening prayers, a festive holiday meal, complete with the recitation of the holiday Kiddush, is again enjoyed. Monday, Sivan 7, June 6, second day of Shavuot. Torah reading, Deuteronomy 15 19 16 17, Numbers 28 26 31. Hof Torah, Habakkuk 2.23.19 The Yisker Memorial Service is recited, and charity is pledged, for the souls of departed loved ones. The priests bless the congregation with the priestly blessing during the Musaf prayer. Kiddush is recited, and a holiday meal follows. Some communities have the custom to read the Book of Ruth on the second day of Shavuot. The holiday ends tonight at nightfall. Click here for end of holiday times in your location. Numbers chapter, 29, 1thru 11. Feast of the Trumpets, Rosh Hashanah. The Jewish New Year. And Day of Atonement. Moreover, in the first day of the Suinth month, ye shall have an holy convocation, ye shall do no cereal work therein, it shall be a day of blowing the trumpets unto you. And ye shall make a burnt offering for a sweet sour unto the Lord, one young bullock, one ram, and suin lambs of a year old, without blemish. And their meat offering shall be fine flour mingled with oil a, three-tenth deals unto the bullock, and two-tenth deals unto the Rama, and one-tenth deal unto one lamb, for the suin lambs, and an he goat for a sin offering to make an atonement for you. Beside the burnt offering of the manath, and his meat offering, and the continual burnt offering, and his meat offering and the drinky offerings of the same, according to their manner, for a sweet saur, it is a sacrifice made by fire unto ye Lord. And ye shall how in ye tenth day of the suinth manath, and holy convocation, and ye shall humble your souls, and shall not do any work therein. But ye shall offer a burnt offering unto the Lord for a sweet sour, one young bullock, a rama, and suin lambs of a year old, see they be without blemish. And their meat offering shall be of fine flour mingled with oil a, three-tenth deals to a bullock, and two-tenth deals to a rama. One-tenth deal unto Uri lamb, thorough out the suin lambs. 
and he goat for a sin offering, beside ye sin offering to make the atonement and the continual burnt offering and the meat offering thereof, and their drinky offerings. Day of Atonement. Numbers 29-12 THRU 39. And in the fifteenth day of the seventh month ye shall how an holy connotation, ye shall do no cereal work therein, but ye shall keep a feast unto the Lord Suan dies. And ye shall offer a burnt offering for a sacrifice made by fire of sweet sour unto the Lord, thirteen young bullocks, two rams, and fourteen lambs of a year old, they shall be without blemish. And their meat offering shall be of fine flour mingled with oil a, three-tenth deals unto Uri bullock of the thirteen bullocks, two-tenth deals to either of the two rams and one-tenth deal unto Echa of ye fourteen lambs. And one he goat for a sin offering, beside the continual burnt offering, his meat offering, and his drinky offering. And the second day ye shall offer twelve young bullocks, two rams, fourteen lambs of a year old without blemish. With their meat offering and their drinky offerings for the bullocks, for the rams, and for the lambs according to their number, after the monarch. And an he goat for a sin offering, beside the continual burnt offering and his meat offering, and their drinky offerings. Also the third day ye shall offer Elohim bullocks, two rams, and fourteen lambs of a year old without blemish. With their meat offering and their drinky offerings, for the bullocks, for the rams, and for the lambs, after their number according to the monarch. And an he goat for a sin offering, beside the continual burnt offering, and his meat offering and his drinky offering. And the fourth day ye shall offer ten bullocks, two rams, and fourteen lambs of a year old without blemish their meat offering and their drinky offerings, for the bullocks, for the rams, and for the lambs according to their number, after the monarch. And an he goat for a sin offering beside the continual burnt offering, his meat offering and his drinky offering. In the fifth day also ye shall offer nine bullocks, two rams, and fourteen lambs of a year old without blemish. And their meat offering and their drinky offerings for the bullocks, for the rams, and for the lambs according to their number, after the monarch. And an he goat for a sin offering, beside the continual burnt offering, and his meat offering and his drinky offering. And in the sixth day ye shall offer eight bullocks, two rams, and fourteen lambs of a year old without blemish. And their meat offering, and their drinky offerings for the bullocks, for the rams, and for the lambs according to their number, after the monarch. And an he goat for a sin offering, beside the continual burnt offering, his meat offering and his drinky offerings. In the suant day also ye shall offer suant bullocks, two rams and fourteen lambs of a year old without blemish. And their meat offering and their drinky offerings for the bullocks, for the rams, and for the lambs according to their number, after their monarch. And an he goat for a sin offering, beside the continual burnt offering, his meat offering and his drinky offering. In the eighth day, ye shall have a solemnity assembly, ye shall do no cereal work therein. But ye shall offer a burnt offering, a sacrifice made by fire for a sweet sour unto the Lord, one bullock, one ram, and suan lambs of a year old without blemish. Their meat offering and their drinky offerings for the bullock, for the rama, and for the lambs according to their number, after the monarch. And an he goat for a sin offering, beside the continual burnt offering, and his meat offering, and his drinky offering. These things ye shall do unto the Lord in your feasts, beside your vows, and your free offerings, for your burnt offerings, and for your meat offerings, and for your drinky offerings, and for your peace offerings. More Biblical Feast Review commanded by Hashem in Bible from Book of Genesis to this Book of Numbers. Prior to the observing of Rosh Hashanah we observe the month of Elul. The classes we have studied here on the Bible study are hyperlinked for those that are interested in learning a Christian beginner observance of the Biblical Feast. The Month of Elul. Stock Taking and Introspection. A History of Elul. A Haven in Time.
Reviewing the Year Month of the Bride I and My Beloved How to Grant a Blessing The King in the Field All About Elul, the month that God feels closer to us and we feel closer to Him. Answer Me, by Devorah Weinberg Elul is the twelfth and final month in the Jewish calendar, the sixth month counting from Nisan. It is a month that connects the past year with the coming year, a time when we reflect on where we stand and where we should be going. Every day of Elul we blow the shofar and recite special psalms in anticipation of the high holidays, Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur. It is called the month of repentance, the month of mercy and the month of forgiveness. Elul follows the two previous months of Tammuz and Av, months of tragedies that were brought upon us through our sins. In Tammuz, the Jews sinned with the golden calf, on Rosh Hadesh Elul, Moses ascended to Mount Sinai for a third 40-day period until Yom Kippur, when he descended with the second tablets, Lukat, and Gedi's word of joyful, wholehearted forgiveness. The first time Moses ascended was to receive the first tablets, the second time was after the sin, to ask for forgiveness, and this third time was to receive the second set of tablets, these were days when Gedi revealed to the Jewish people great mercy. Since then, this time has been designated as a time of mercy and forgiveness, an opportune time for Teshuvah, repentance. The four letters of the name Elul are an acronym for the phrase in Song of Songs, 6-3, I am to my beloved and my beloved is to me. I am to my beloved we approach GD with a desire to return and connect. And my beloved is to me GD reciprocates with divine expressions of mercy and forgiveness. This is the month when the king is in the field. Read, the king is in the field. GD, the king of all kings, is accessible. All can approach him, and he shines his countenance to all. Brief description on Feast of the Trumpets and Rosh Hashanah The Jewish New Year Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year. It is the anniversary of the creation of Adam and Eve, and a day of judgment and coronation of GD as king. Rosh Hashanah is the birthday of the universe, the day GD created Adam and Eve, and it's celebrated as the head of the Jewish year. It begins at sundown on the eve of Tishrei 1, September 25, 2022, and ends after nightfall on Tishrei 2, September 27, 2022. The central observance of Rosh Hashanah is blowing the shofar, ram's horn, on both mornings of the holiday, except on Shabbat, which is normally done in synagogue as part of the day's services but may be done elsewhere for those who cannot attend. Rosh Hashanah feasts traditionally include round challah bread, studded with raisins, and apples dipped in honey, as well as other foods that symbolize our wishes for a sweet year. Other Rosh Hashanah observances include candle lighting in the evenings and desisting from creative work. Together with Yom Kippur, which follows 10 days later, it is part of the Yamim Narayim, Days of Awe, or High Holidays. What is Rosh Hashanah? The Jewish New Year, anniversary of the creation of Adam and Eve, a day of judgment and coronation, and sounding of the shofar. What? It is the birthday of the universe, the day GD created Adam and Eve, and it's celebrated as the head of the Jewish year. When? The first two days of the Jewish New Year, Tishrei 1 and 2, beginning at sundown on the eve of Tishrei 1. Rosh Hashanah 2022 begins at sundown on September 25th and continues through nightfall on September 27th. See more details here. How? Candle lighting in the evenings. Festive meals with sweet delicacies during the night and day, prayer services that include the sounding of the ram's horn, shofar, on both mornings, and desisting from creative work. See our calendar for details. Why Rosh Hashanah is important. The Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah actually means head of the year. Just like the head controls the body, our actions on Rosh Hashanah have a tremendous impact on the rest of the year. 
As we read in the Rosh Hashanah prayers, each year on this day all inhabitants of the world pass before GD like a flock of sheep, and it is decreed in the heavenly court who shall live, and who shall die, who shall be impoverished and who shall be enriched, who shall fall and who shall rise. It is a day of prayer, a time to ask the Almighty to grant us a year of peace, prosperity and blessing. But it is also a joyous day when we proclaim GD King of the Universe. The Kabbalists teach that the continued existence of the universe depends on GD's desire for a world, a desire that is renewed when we accept his kingship anew each year on Rosh Hashanah. What's IT called? The most common name for this holiday is Rosh Hashanah, the name used in the eponymous tractate of Talmud devoted to the holiday. The Torah refers to this day as Yom Terwah, day of shofar blowing. 1. In our prayers, we often call it Yom Hazikaron, day of remembrance, and Yom Hadin, day of judgment, since this is the day when GD recalls all of his creations and determines their fate for the year ahead. Together with Yom Kippur, which follows 10 days later, it is part of the Yamim Narayim, days of awe, or, high holidays. First priority, hear the shofar. The central observance of Rosh Hashanah is the sounding of the shofar, you can browse a selection of shofars here, the ram's horn, on both days of the holiday, except if the first day is Shabbat, in which case we blow the shofar only on the second day. The first 30 blasts of the shofar are blown following the Torah reading during morning services, and as many as 70 additional are blown during, and immediately after, the Musaf service, adding up to 100 blasts over the course of the Rosh Hashanah morning services, some communities sound another round of 30 blasts after services as well. For someone who cannot come to synagogue, the shofar may be heard the rest of the day. If you cannot make it out of your home, please contact your closest Chabad center to see about arranging a house call, or click here to learn to blow shofar yourself. The shofar blowing contains a series of three types of blasts, tekiah, a long sob-like blast, shevarim, a series of three short wails, and terwah, at least nine piercing staccato bursts. Read more about the shofar blasts here. The blowing of the shofar represents the trumpet blast that is sounded at a king's coronation. Its plaintive cry also serves as a call to repentance. The shofar itself recalls the binding of Isaac, an event that occurred on Rosh Hashanah in which a ram took Isaac's place as an offering to GD. Read more on the reasons for shofar here. Other Rosh Hashanah Observances Greetings, on the first night of Rosh Hashanah, wish a male, Ulshana Tovatikatev Vedashatam, for a female say, Ulshana Tovatikatevi Vedashatami, may you be inscribed and sealed for a good year. At other times, wish them a Gemar Chatamatova, a good inscription and sealing, in the Book of Life. More on the Rosh Hashanah greetings here. Candles, as with every major Jewish holiday, women and girls light candles on each evening of Rosh Hashanah and recite the appropriate blessings. On the second night, make sure to use an existing flame and think about a new fruit that you will be eating, or garment that you are wearing, while you say the Shehekyanu blessing. Click here for candle lighting times in your area and here for the blessings. Tashlik, on the first afternoon of Rosh Hashanah, provided that it is not Shabbat, it is customary to go to a body of water, ocean, river, pond, etc., and perform the Tashlik ceremony, in which we ceremonially cast our sins into the water. With this tradition we are symbolically evoking the verse, and you shall cast their sins into the depths of the sea. The short prayer for this service can be found in your Mokzor. For additional instruction regarding this year, see our Rosh Hashanah calendar. Rosh Hashanah Prayers Much of the day is spent in synagogue, where we pray that GD grant all of his creations a sweet new year. The evening and afternoon prayers are similar to the prayers said on a regular holiday. However, the morning services are significantly longer. The holiday prayer book, called Amok Zor, 
contains all the prayers and Torah readings for the entire day. The most significant addition is the shofar blowing ceremony. However, there are also other important elements of the prayer service that are unique to Rosh Hashanah. To purchase a Makzor, click here. The Torah is read on both mornings of Rosh Hashanah. On the first day, we read about Isaac's birth and the subsequent banishment of Hagar and Ishmael. Two appropriately, the reading is followed by a Haftorah reading about the birth of Samuel the prophet. Three both readings contain the theme of prayers for children being answered, and both of these births took place on Rosh Hashanah. On the second morning, we read about Abraham's near sacrifice of his son Isaac. Four as mentioned above, the shofar blowing recalls the ram, which figures prominently in this story as a powerful display of Abraham's devotion to GD that has characterized his children ever since. The Haftorah 5 tells of GD's eternal love for his people. More on the Torah readings for Rosh Hashanah, here. The cantor's repetition of the Amida, silent prayer, is peppered with piyutim poetic prayers that express our prayerful wishes for the year and other themes of the day. For certain selections, those deemed especially powerful, the Ark is open. Many of these additions are meant to be said responsibly, as a joint effort between the prayer leader and the congregation. Even without the added piyuta, the Rosh Hashanah Musaf prayer is significantly longer than it is the rest of the year. This is because its single middle blessing is divided into three additional blessings, each focusing on another one of the holiday's main themes, GD's kingship, our wish that he remember us for the good, and the shofar. Each blessing contains a collage of biblical verses that express its theme, and is then followed by a round of shofar blowing. Rush Hashanah Feasts We eat festive meals every night and day of the holiday. Like all other holiday meals, we begin by reciting Kiddush over wine and then say the blessing over bread but there are some important differences. A. The bread, traditionally baked into round hollow loaves, and often sprinkled with raisins, is dipped into honey instead of salt, expressing our wish for a sweet year. We do this on Rosh Hashanah, Shabbat Shuvah, the Shabbat before Yom Kippur, in the pre-Yom Kippur meal and during Sukkot. B. Furthering the sweet theme, it is traditional to begin the meal on the first night with slices of apple dipped in honey. Before eating the apple, we make the Ha'ites blessing and then say, May it be your will to renew for us a good and sweet year. C. Many people eat parts of the head of a fish or a ram, expressing the wish that we be a head and not a tail. D. In many communities, there are additional traditional foods eaten, each symbolizing a wish for the coming year. Many eat pomegranates, giving voice to a wish that our merits be many like the, seeds of the, pomegranate. Another common food is tsimis, a sweet carrot-based dish eaten because of its Yiddish name, marin, which means both carrot and increase, symbolizing a wish for a year of abundance. E. It is traditional to avoid nuts, here's why, as well as vinegar-based, sharp foods, most notably the horseradish traditionally eaten with gefilte fish, since we don't want a bitter year. F. On the second night of the holiday, we do not eat the apples, fish heads, pomegranates, etc. However, before we break bread, and dip it in honey, we eat a new fruit, something we have not tasted since the last time it was in season. Read this blog post to learn the reason for the new fruit and the other traditional foods. Read about the elaborate array of symbolic foods eaten in Sephardic communities here. What's next? Rosh Hashanah is the start of the Yamim Naraim, High Holidays. The holy day of Yom Kippur when we gather in synagogue for 25 hours of fasting, prayer and inspiration, is just a week later. The days in between, known as the 10 days of repentance, or the 10 days of return, are an especially propitious time for Teshuvah, returning to GD. Yom Kippur is followed by the joyous holidays of Sukkot and Simhat Torah. 
the season of the high holidays is a time for an epic journey for the soul, and Rosh Hashanah is where it all begins. More heads of the year. Although this is the most famous Rosh Hashanah, the Mishnah actually lists four heads of the year. One is one Nisan, in the springtime month when we left Egypt, and another is 15 Shabbat, the new year for trees. And just to make things exciting, Hasidic tradition celebrates 19 Kislev as the new year for Shasidism. Yom Kippur. The Day of Atonement. Yom Kippur is the holiest day of the year, the day on which we are closest to GD and to the quintessence of our own souls. It is the Day of Atonement, for on this day He will forgive you, to purify you, that you be cleansed from all your sins before GD, Leviticus 16.30. Yom Kippur 2022, the Day of Atonement, October 4th to 5th. Yom Kippur is the holiest day of the year, the day on which we are closest to GD and to the quintessence of our own souls. It is the Day of Atonement, for on this day He will forgive you, to purify you, that you be cleansed from all your sins before GD, Leviticus 16.30. For nearly 26 hours, from several minutes before sunset on 9 Tishrei, September 15th, to after nightfall on 10 Tishrei, September 16th we afflict our souls, we abstain from food and drink, do not wash or anoint our bodies, do not wear leather footwear, and abstain from marital relations. Instead our time is spent in prayer to GD. What is Yom Kippur? The Day of Atonement. Yom Kippur in brief. What? Yom Kippur is the holiest day of the year when we are closest to GD and to the essence of our souls. Yom Kippur means Day of Atonement, as the verse states, For on this day He will forgive you, to purify you, that you be cleansed from all your sins before GD. 1. When, the 10th day of Tishrei, in 2022, from several minutes before sunset on Tuesday October 4th, until after nightfall on Wednesday October 5th, coming on the heels of Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year, which is on the first and second days of Tishrei. How, for nearly 26 hours we afflict our souls, we abstain from food and drink, do not wash or apply lotions or creams, do not wear leather footwear, and abstain from marital relations. Instead, we spend the day in synagogue, praying for forgiveness. History of Yom Kippur Just months after the people of Israel left Egypt in the year 2448 from creation, 1313 BCE, they sinned by worshipping a golden calf. Moses ascended Mount Sinai and prayed to GD to forgive them. After two 40-day stints on the mountain, full divine favor was obtained. The day Moses came down the mountain, the 10th of Tishrei, was to be known forevermore as the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur. That year, the people built the tabernacle, a portable home for GD. The tabernacle was a center for prayers and sacrificial offerings. The service in the tabernacle climaxed on Yom Kippur, when the high priest would perform a specially prescribed service. Highlights of this service included offering incense in the Holy of Holies, where the Ark was housed, and the lottery with two goats, one of which was brought as a sacrifice, the other being sent out to the wilderness, Azazel. Play video. One day, one people. 1. While the high priest generally wore ornate golden clothing, on Yom Kippur, he would immerse in a mikvah and don plain white garments to perform this service. This practice continued for hundreds of years, throughout the time of the first temple in Jerusalem, which was built by Solomon, and the second temple, which was built by Ezra. Jews from all over would gather in the temple to experience the sacred site of the high priest performing his service, obtaining forgiveness for all of Israel. When the second temple was destroyed in the year 3830 from creation, 70 CE, the Yom Kippur service continued. Instead of a high priest bringing the sacrifices in Jerusalem, every single Jew performs the Yom Kippur service in the temple of his or her heart. 
What to do before Yom Kippur? Photo, Hayamis Holovin, Lubavitch Chabad of Skokie. 40 days before Yom Kippur, on the 1st of Elul, we begin blowing the shofar every morning and reciting Psalm 27 after the morning and afternoon prayers. In Sepharadic communities, it is customary to begin saying Slihot early every morning, Ashkenazim begin just a few days before Rosh Hashanah, building an atmosphere of reverence, repentance and all leading up to Yom Kippur. For the week before Yom Kippur, known as the 10 days of repentance, special additions are made to prayers, and people are particularly careful with their mitzvah observance. Just as Yom Kippur is a day of fasting, the day before Yom Kippur is set aside for eating and preparing for this holy day. Here are some of the activities that we do on the day before Yom Kippur. Kaparat is often performed in the wee hours of this morning. There is a beautiful custom to request and receive a piece of honey cake, so that if, gd forbid, it was decreed that we need be recipients, it be fulfilled by requesting honey cake and being blessed with a sweet year. We eat two festive meals, one in early afternoon and another right before the commencement of the fast. Many have the custom to immerse in a mikvah on this day. Extra charity is given. In fact, special charity trays are set up at the synagogue before the afternoon service, which contains the Yom Kippur al-Chai prayer. Just before the fast begins, after the second meal has been concluded, it is customary to bless the children with the priestly blessing. Holiday candles are lit before the onset of the holy day. Read more about the various candles traditionally lit before Yom Kippur. How Yom Kippur is observed. Shabbat and holidays are ushered in with candle lighting, photo, mushka lightstone. Like Shabbat, no work is to be done on Yom Kippur, from the time the sun sets on the 9th of Tishrei until the stars come out in the evening of the next day. On Yom Kippur, we afflict ourselves by avoiding the following five actions. Eating or drinking, in case of need, see here and consult a medical professional and a rabbi wearing leather shoes. Applying lotions or creams. Washing or bathing. Engaging in conjugal relations. The day is spent in the synagogue, where we hold five prayer services. Mariv, with its solemn Kol Nidre service, on the eve of Yom Kippur. Shakarit, the morning prayer, which includes a reading from Leviticus followed by the Yisker memorial service. Musaf, which includes a detailed account of the Yom Kippur temple service. Mincha, which includes the reading of the book of Jonah. Nila, the closing of the gate service at sunset, followed by the shofar blast marking the end of the fast. Click here for a detailed overview of the day's prayers. Beyond specific actions, Yom Kippur is dedicated to introspection, prayer and asking GD for forgiveness. Even during the breaks between services, it is appropriate to recite psalms at every available moment. What we do after Yom Kippur. Lulavim and Etrajim for sale in Israel prior to Sukkot, file photo. After night has fallen, the closing Nila service ends with the resounding cries of the Shema prayer, Hear O Israel, GD is RL Road, GD is one. Then the congregants erupt in joyous song and dance, a Chabad custom is to sing the lively Napoleon's march, after which a single blast is blown on the shofar, followed by the proclamation, next year in Jerusalem. We then partake of a festive after-fast meal, making the evening after Yom Kippur a Yom Tov, festival, in its own right. Indeed, although Yom Kippur is the most solemn day of the year, it is suffused with an undercurrent of joy, it is the joy of being immersed in the spirituality of the day and expresses confidence that GD will accept our repentance, forgive our sins, and seal our verdict for a year of life, health and happiness. There is a custom that after Yom Kippur, we immediately begin, planning, construction of the sukkah, which we will use for the joyous holiday of Sukkot, which follows in just five days.
My experiences observing Hashem's biblical feast have been observing the Lord's feast have greatly increased and enriched my love for Christ. Every year I have gained in my education and relationship, as well as corrected religious incorrect teaching in my relationship with God. I. T is apparent to me, a lot of ignorant, abusive, man-made religious, or maybe I pray well-intended misguided teaching have been taught by religious persons. It so happens, both in and out of church we can be taught incorrect information regarding how God wants us to love Him, vice how man has to God man will love God. That why here at Marie speaks God's grace, while we do offer our personal opinions or guiding, ultimately we relay on God's word. Which is truth and is actually found in the Torah and Bible. We also seek sources of information from those Hashem has placed in religious authority to help guide us. We, here do support share or endorse those who incorrectly teaching God's word and thus leading God's sheep astray. Ultimately, we can only know the truth if we individually seek that truth from Almighty God so if any practices or information from anyone ever seems contrary to God's word, please seek his guidance through slash in fasting and prayers. Selah. This leads us to why are there so many biblical feasts and how the biblical feast confirm our covenants with our Father in heaven. What covenants has Hashem made with the people in the earth thus far in the Bible? The biblical words most often translated covenant are Barat in the Old Testament, appearing about 280 times, and diathic in the New Testament, at least 33 times. The origin of the Old Testament word has been debated, some have said it comes from a custom of eating together, Gen 26:30, 31:54. others have emphasized the idea of cutting an animal, an animal was cut in half 1518, still others have seen the ideas of perceiving or determining as root concepts. The preferred meaning of this Old Testament word is bond, a covenant refers to two or more parties bound together. Covenants found in the Bible Barnes Bible Charts Covenant, in Eden reference Genesis 2 verses 15 THRU 25 Then the Lord God took the man, and put him into the Garden of Eden, that he might dress it, and keep it. And the Lord God, s commanded the man, saying, Thou shalt eat freely of every tree of the garden. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt die the death. Also the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be himself alone, I will make him and help meat for him. So the Lord God formed of the earth every beast of the field, and every fowl of the heaven, and brought them unto the man to see how he would call them. For howsoever the man named the living creature, so was the name thereof. The man therefore gave names unto all cattle, and to the fowl of the heaven, and to every beast of the field, but for Adam found he not an helper meet for him. Therefore the Lord God caused an heavy sleep to fall upon the man, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs, and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man, made he a woman, and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This now is bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of the man. Therefore shall man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Genesis 3 verses 8 THRU 24 God's promise, Satan and mankind will be enemies sign, pain of childbirth, work for bread. Afterward they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, and said unto him, Where art thou? Who said, I heard thy voice in the garden and was afraid, because I was naked, therefore I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? Then the man said, The woman which thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. 
And the Lord God said to the woman, Why hast thou done this? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. Then the Lord God said to the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field, upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. I will also put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. He shall break thine head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly increase thy sorrows, and thy conceptions. In sorrow shalt thou bring forth children, and thy desire shall be subject to thine husband, and he shall rule over thee. Also to Adam he said, Because thou hast obeyed the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree, whereof I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it, cursed is the earth for thy sake, in sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return to the earth, for out of it wast thou taken, because thou art dust, and to dust shalt thou return. And the man called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins, and clothe them. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil. And now lest he put forth his hand, and take also of the tree of life, and eat, and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden, to till the earth, whence he was taken. Thus he cast out the man, and at the east side of the garden of Eden he set the cherubims, and the blade of a sword shaken, to keep the way of the tree of life. God's Covenant with Cain Genesis chapter 4 verses 8 through 17 Then Cain spake unto Abel his brother. And when they were in the field, Cain rose up against Abel his brother, and slew him. Then the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? Who answered, I cannot tell. H am I my brother's keeper? Again he said, What hast thou done? The, I voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me, from the earth. Now therefore thou art cursed, J from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thine hand. When thou shalt till the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength, A, K vagabond and a runagate shalt thou be in the earth. Then Cain said to the Lord, LM my punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, thou hast cast me out this day from, and the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid, and shall be a vagabond, and a runagate in the earth, and whosoever findeth me shall slay me. Then the Lord said unto him, Doubtless whosoever slayeth Cain, he shall be, O punished sevenfold. And the Lord set a, p mark upon Cain, lest any man finding him, should kill him. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord, and dwelt in the land of Nod toward the east side of Eden. Cain also knew his wife, which conceived and bore Enoch, and he built a, q city, and called the name of the city by the name of his son, Enoch. Covenant, Noah reference, Genesis 9 8-17 God's promise, God would never again destroy the wrath with a flood sign, rainbow. Genesis 9, verses 1-19. through 19. 1599 Geneva Bible. And God blessed Noah and his sons, and said to them, Bring forth fruit, and multiply, and replenish the earth. Also the fear of you, and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth, and upon every fowl of the heaven, upon all that moveth on the earth, and upon all the fishes of the sea, into your hand are they delivered. Everything that moveth and liveth, shall be meat for you, as the green herb, have I given you all things. But flesh with the life thereof, I mean, with the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. For surely I will require your blood, wherein your lives are, at the hands of every beast will I require it, and at the hand of man, even at the hand of a man's brother will I require the life of man. Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. 
For in the image of God hath he made man. But bring ye forth fruit and multiply, grow plentifully in the earth, and increase therein. God makes his covenant with Noah and his seed. God spake also to Noah and to his sons with him, saying, Behold, I, even I establish my covenant with you, and with your seed after you. And with every living creature that is with you, with the fowl, with the cattle, and with every beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark, unto every beast of the earth. And my covenant will I establish with you, that from henceforth all flesh shall not be rooted out by the waters of the flood, neither shall there be a flood to destroy the earth any more. Then God said, This is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you, and between every living thing that is with you unto perpetual generations. Mark or seal of covenant. Rainbow. I have set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. And when I shall cover the earth with a cloud, and the bow shall be seen in the cloud. Then will I remember my covenant which is between me and you, and between every living thing and all flesh, and there shall be no more waters of a flood to destroy all flesh. Therefore the bow shall be in the cloud, that I may see it, and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living thing, in all flesh that is upon the earth. God said yet to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant, which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. Now the sons of Noah going forth of the ark, were Shem and Ham and Japheth. And Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. Covenant, Abraham reference, Genesis 15 12-21, 17-1-14 God's promise, Abraham's descendants would become a great nation if they obeyed God. God would be their God. Sign, smoking firepot and flaming torch. Genesis chapter 15. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy buckler, and thine exceeding great reward. And Abram said, O Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless, and the steward of mine house is this Eliezer of Damascus? Again Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, wherefore lo, a servant of mine house shall be mine heir. Then behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This man shall not be thine heir, but one that shall come out of thine own bowels, he shall be thine heir. Moreover he brought him forth and said, Look up now unto heaven, and tell the stars if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And Abram believed the Lord, and he counted that to him for righteousness. The Exodus of Abram. Again he said unto him, I am the Lord, that brought thee out of your, of the Chaldeans, to give thee this land to inherit it. And he said, O Lord God, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? Then he said unto him, Take me an heifer of three years old, and a she-goat of three years old, and a ram of three years old, a turtle dove also and a pigeon. So he took all these unto him, and, deed divided them in the midst, and laid every piece one against another, but the birds divided he not. Then fowls fell on the carcasses, and Abram drove them away. And when the sun went down, there fell an heavy sleep unto Abram, and lo, a very fearful darkness fell upon him. Then he said to Abram, Know for a surety, that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, four hundred years, and shall serve them, and they entreat them evil. Notwithstanding, the nation whom they shall serve, will I judge, and afterward shall they come out with great substance. But thou shalt go unto thy fathers in peace, and shalt be buried in a good age. And in the fourth generation they shall come hither again, for the wickedness of the Amorites is not yet full. Also when the sun went down, there was a darkness, and behold, a smoking furnace, and a firebrand, which went between those pieces. In that same day the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto thy seed have I given this land, from the river of Egypt unto the great river Euphrates. Then Kenites, and the Kenesites, 
and the Cadmonites, and the Hittites, and the Perizzites, and the Rephames, the Amorites also, and the Canaanites, and the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. God makes covenant with Hagar and Ishmael. Genesis chapter 16. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar the Egyptian, which she had borne unto Abraham, mocking. Wherefore she said unto Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son Isaac. And this thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight, because of his son. But God said unto Abraham, Let it not be grievous in thy sight for the child, and for thy bondwoman, in all that Sarah shall say unto thee, Hear her voice, for in Isaac shall thy seed be called. As for the son of the bondwoman, I will make him a nation also, because he is thy seed. So Abraham arose up early in the morning and took bread, and a bottle of water, and gave it unto Hagar putting it on her shoulder, and the child also, and sent her away, who departing, wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. And when the water of the bottle was spent, she cast the child under a certain tree. Then she went and sat her over against him afar off about a bow shoot, for she said, I will not see the death of the child. And she sat down over against him, and lift up her voice, and wept. Then God heard the voice of the child, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven, and said unto her, What aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God hath heard the voice of the child where he is. Arise, take up the child, and hold him in thine hand, for I will make him a great people. And God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, so she went and filled the bottle with water, and gave the boy drink. So God was with the child, and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness, and was an archer. And he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took him a wife out of the land of Egypt. God makes covenant with Isaac. Genesis chapter 26. And there was a famine in the, a land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. Wherefore Isaac went to Abimelech king of the Philistines unto Gerar. For the Lord appeared unto him, and said, Be go not down into Egypt, but abide in the land which I shall show thee. Dwell in this land, and I will be with thee, and will bless thee, for to thee, and to thy seed I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. Also I will cause thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven, and will give unto thy seed all these countries, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because that Abraham, see obeyed my voice and kept mine, d ordinance, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So Isaac dwelt in Gerar. God's Covenant with Jacob. Genesis 37. When Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob, and sent him to Padan Aram, to fetch him a wife thence, and given him a charge when he blessed him, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan. And that Jacob had obeyed his father and his mother, and was gone to Padan Aram. Also Esau seeing that the daughters of Canaan displeased Isaac his father. Then went Esau to Ishmael, and took unto the wives which he had, Mahalath the daughter of E. Ishmael Abraham's son, the sister of Nebaioth, to be his wife. Now Jacob departed from Beersheba, and went to Haran. And he came unto a certain place, and tarried there all night because the sun was down, and took of the stones of the place, and laid under his head and slept in the same place. Then he dreamed, and behold, there stood a ladder upon the earth, and the top of it reached up to heaven, and lo, the angels of God went up and down by it. And behold, the Lord stood above it, and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father, and the God of Isaac, the land, upon the which thou sleepest, will I give thee in thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south, and in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And lo, 
I am with thee, and will keep thee whithersoever thou goest, and will bring thee again into this land, for I will not forsake thee until I have performed that, that I have promised thee. Then Jacob awoke out of his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware. And he was afraid, and said, How fearful is this place! This is none other but the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Then Jacob rose up early in the morning, and took the stone that he had laid under his head, and set it up as a pillar, and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel, notwithstanding the name of that city was at the first called Luz. Then Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me, and will keep me in this journey which I go, and will give me bread to eat, and clothes to put on, so that I come again unto my father's house in safety, then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone, which I have set up as a pillar, shall be God's house, and of all that thou shalt give me, will I give the tenth unto thee. God's Covenant with Joseph, Manasseh, and Ephraim. Genesis chapter 48. Then Israel beheld Joseph's sons and said, Whose are these? And Joseph said unto his father, They are my sons, which God hath given me here. Then he said, I pray thee, bring them to me, that I may bless them. For the eyes of Israel were dim for age, so that he could not well see, then he caused them to come to him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said unto Joseph, I had not thought to have seen thy face, yet lo, God hath showed me also thy seed. And Joseph took them away from his knees, and did reverence down to the ground. Then took Joseph them both, Ephraim in his right hand toward Israel's left hand, and Manasseh in his left hand toward Israel's right hand, so he brought them unto him. But Israel stretched out his right hand, and laid it on Ephraim's head which was the younger, and his left hand upon Manasseh's head, directing his hands of purpose, for Manasseh was the elder. Also he blesseth Joseph, and said, The God, before whom my fathers, Abraham and Isaac did walk, the God which hath fed me all my life long, unto this day, bless thee. The angel, which hath delivered me from all evil, bless the children, and let my name be named upon them, and the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac, that they may grow as fish into a multitude in the midst of the earth. But when Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand upon the head of Ephraim, it, I displeased him, and he stayed his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. And Joseph said unto his father, Not so, my father, for this is the eldest, put thy right hand upon his head. But his father refused, and said, I know well, my son, I know well, he shall be also a people, and he shall be great likewise, but his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his seed shall be full of nations. So he blessed them that day, and said, In the Israel shall bless, and say, God make thee as Ephraim and as Manasseh, and he set Ephraim before Manasseh. Then Israel said unto Joseph, Behold, I die, and God shall be with you, and bring you again unto the land of your fathers. Moreover, I have given unto thee one portion above thy brethren, which, El I got out of the hand of the Amorite by my sword and by my bow. Genesis 49. Then Jacob called his sons, and said, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you what shall come to you in the last days. Gather yourselves together, and hear, ye sons of Jacob, and hearken unto Israel your father. Reuben mine eldest son, thou art my might, and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity, and the excellency of power. Thou wast light as water, thou shalt not be excellent, because thou wentest up to thy father's bed, then didst thou defile my bed, thy dignity is gone. Simeon and Levi, brethren in evil, the instruments of cruelty are in their habitations. Into their secret let not my soul come, my glory be not thou joined with their assembly, for in their wrath they slew a man, and in their self will they dug down a wall. Cursed be their wrath, 
for it was fierce, and their rage, for it was cruel, I will divide them in Jacob, and scatter them in Israel. Thou Judah, thy brethren shall praise thee, thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies, thy father's son shall bow down before unto thee. Judah as a lion's whelp shalt thou come up from the spoil, my son. He shall lie down and couch a lion, and as a lioness, who shall stir him up. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh come, and the people shall be gathered unto him. He shall bind his ass foal unto the, M vine, and his ass's colt unto the best vine. He shall wash his garment in wine, and his cloak in the blood of grapes. His eyes shall be red with wine, and his teeth white with milk. Zebulun shall dwell by the seaside, and he shall be in haven for ships, and his border shall be undecided. Issachar shall be a strong ass, couching down between two burdens. And he shall see that rest is good, and that the land is pleasant, and he shall bow his shoulder to bear, and shall be subject unto tribute. Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan shall be a serpent by the way, an adder by the path, biting the horse heels, so that his rider shall fall backward. O Lord, I have waited for thy salvation. Gad, a host of men shall overcome him, but he shall overcome at the last. Concerning Asher, his bread shall be fat, and he shall give pleasures for a king. Naphtali shall be a hind let go, giving goodly words. Joseph shall be a fruitful bough, even a fruitful bough by the well side, the small bough shall turn upon the wall. And the archers grieved him, and shot against him, and hated him. But his bow abode strong, and the hands of his arms were strengthened, by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob, of whom was the feeder appointed by the stone of Israel. Even by the God of thy father, who shall help thee, and by the Almighty, who shall bless thee with heavenly blessings from above, with blessings of the deep that lieth beneath, with blessings of the breasts, and of the womb. 26 The blessings of thy father shall be, why stronger than the blessings of mine elders, unto the end of the hills of the world they shall be on the head of Joseph, and on the top of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. Benjamin shall raven as a wolf, in the morning he shall devour the prey, and at night he shall divide the spoil. After the blessings, returning to the promised land. All these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and thus their father spake unto them, and blessed them, every one of them blessed he with a several blessing. And he charged them and said unto them, I am ready to be gathered unto my people, bury me with my fathers in the cave, that is in the field of Ephron the Hittite. In the cave that is in the field of Machpelah, besides Mamre in the land of Canaan, which cave Abraham bought with the field of Ephron the Hittite for a possession to bury in. There they buried Abraham and Sarah his wife, there they buried Isaac and Rebekah his wife, and there I buried Leah. The purchase of the field and the cave that is therein, was bought of the children of Heth. Thus Jacob made an end of giving charge to his sons, and plucked his feet into the bed, and gave up the ghost, and was gathered to his people. Covenant, at Mount Sinai reference, Exodus 19 5-6 God's promise, Israel would be God's special people, a holy nation. But they would have to keep their part of the covenant to obedience. Sign, the Exodus. Exodus chapter 19. In the third month, after the children of Israel were gone out of the land of Egypt, the same day came they into the wilderness of Sinai. For they departed from Rephidim, and came to the desert of Sinai, and camped in the wilderness, even there Israel camped before the mount. But Moses went up unto God, for the Lord had called out of the mount unto him, saying, Thus shalt thou say to the house of Jacob, and tell the children of Israel, Ye have seen what I did unto the Egyptians, and how I carried you upon eagles' wings, and have brought you unto me. Now therefore if ye will hear my voice indeed, and keep my covenant, then ye shall be my chief treasure above all people, though all the earth be mine. 
Ye shall be unto me also a kingdom of priests, and an holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. Moses then came and called for the elders of the people, and proposed unto them all these things, which the Lord commanded him. And the people answered all together, and said, All that the Lord hath commanded, we will do. And Moses reported the words of the people unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Moses, Lo, I come unto thee in a thick cloud, that the people may hear while I talk with thee, and that they may also believe thee forever. For Moses had told the words of the people unto the Lord. Moreover the Lord said unto Moses, Go to the people, and sanctify them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their clothes. And let them be ready on the third day, for the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai. And thou shalt set marks unto the people round about, saying, Take heed to yourselves, that ye go not up to the mount, nor touch the border of it, whosoever toucheth the mount, shall surely die. No hand shall touch it, but he shall be stoned to death, or stricken through with darts, whether it be beast or man, he shall not live, when the horn bloweth long, they shall come up into the mountain. Then Moses went down from the mount unto the people, and sanctified the people, and they washed their clothes. And he said unto the people, Be ready on the third day, and come not at your wives. And the third day, when it was morning, there was thunders and lightnings, and a thick cloud upon the mount, and the sound of the trumpet exceeding loud, so that all the people that was in the camp was afraid. Then Moses brought the people out of the tents to meet with God, and they stood in the nether part of the mount. And Mount Sinai was all on smoke, because the Lord came down upon it in fire, and the smoke thereof ascended, as the smoke of a furnace, and all the mount trembled exceedingly. And when the sound of the trumpet blew long, and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake, and God answered him by voice. For the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai on the top of the mount, and when the Lord called Moses up into the top of the mount, Moses went up. Then the Lord said unto Moses, Go down, charge the people, that they break not their bounds, to go up to the Lord to gaze, lest many of them perish. And let the priests also which come to the Lord be sanctified, lest the Lord, El destroy them. And Moses said unto the Lord, The people cannot come up into the Mount Sinai, for thou hast charged us, saying, Set marks on the mountain, and sanctify it. And the Lord said unto him, Go, get thee down, and come up thou, and Aaron with thee, but let not the priests and the people break their bounds to come up unto the Lord, lest he destroy them. So Moses went down unto the people, and told them. Exodus chapter 20. Hashem's covenant with Israel. Then God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have none other gods before me. Thou shalt make thee no graven image, neither any similitude of things that are in heaven above, neither that are in the earth beneath, nor that are in the waters under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down to them, neither serve them, for I am the Lord thy God, a, e jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, upon the third generation and upon the fourth of them that hate me and showing mercy unto thousands to them that love me, and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day, to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor, and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God, in it thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maid, nor thy beast, nor thy stranger that is within thy, thy gates. For in six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day, therefore the Lord blessed the seventh day, and hallowed it. 
Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be prolonged upon the land, which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, neither shalt thou covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maid, nor his ox, nor his ass, neither anything that is thy neighbor's. And all the people saw the thunders, and the lightnings, and the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking, and when the people saw it, they fled and stood afar off. And said unto Moses, Talk thou with us, and we will hear, but let not God talk with us, lest we die. Then Moses said unto the people, Fear not, for God is come to prove you, and that his fear may be before you, that ye sin not. So the people stood afar off, but Moses drew near unto the darkness where God was. And the Lord said unto Moses, Thus thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, Ye have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. Ye shall not make therefore with me gods of silver, nor gods of gold, you shall make you none. An altar of earth thou shalt make unto me, and thereon shalt offer thy burnt offerings, and thy peace offerings, thy sheep, and thine oxen, in all places, where I shall put the remembrance of my name, I will come unto thee, and bless thee. But if thou wilt make me an altar of stone, thou shalt not build it of hewn stones, for if thou lift up thy tool upon them, thou hast polluted, es them. Neither shalt thou go up by steps unto mine altar, that thy, t filthiness be not discovered thereon. Second tablets, but more commandments added? Let's read and yes we shall read how the biblical feasts are commanded by our Father in heaven. Therefore part of our covenant with Hashem. Exodus chapter 34. And the Lord said unto Moses, Hew thee two tables of stone, like unto the first, and I will write upon the tables the words that were in the first tables, which thou breakst in pieces. And be ready in the morning, that thou mayest come up early unto the mount of Sinai, and, await there for me in the top of the mount. But let no man come up with thee, neither let any man be seen throughout all the mount, neither let the sheep nor cattle feed, be before this mount. Then Moses hewed, see two tables of stone like unto the first, and rose up early in the morning, and went up unto the mount of Sinai, as the Lord had commanded him, and took in his hand two tables of stone. And the Lord descended in the cloud, and stood with him there, and proclaimed the name of the Lord. So the Lord passed before his face, and, decried, the Lord, the Lord, strong, merciful, and gracious, slow to anger, and abundant in goodness and truth, reserving mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity, and transgression and sin, and not, e making the wicked innocent, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, and upon children's children, unto the third and fourth generation. Then Moses made haste and bowed himself to the earth, and worshipped, and said, O Lord, I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, that the Lord would now go with us, for it is a stiff-necked people, and pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us for thine inheritance. And he answered, Behold, I will make a covenant before all thy people, and will do marvels, such as have not been done in all the world, neither in all nations, and all the people among whom thou art, shall see the work of the Lord, for it is a terrible thing that I will do with thee. Keep diligently that which I command thee this day, behold, I will cast out before thee the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Take heed to thyself, that thou make no compact with the inhabitants of the land whither thou goest, lest they be the cause of ruin among you. But ye shall overthrow their altars, and break their images in pieces, and cut down their, h groves. For thou shalt bow down to none other god, because the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. Lest thou make a compact with the inhabitants of the land, 
and when they go a-whoring after their gods, and do sacrifice unto their gods, some man call thee, and thou eat of his sacrifice. And lest thou take of their daughters unto thy sons, and their daughters go a-whoring after their gods, and make thy sons go a-whoring after their gods. Thou shalt make thee no gods of metal. The feast of unleavened bread shalt thou keep, seven days shalt thou eat unleavened bread, as I commanded thee, in the time of the month of Abib, for in the month of Abib thou camest out of Egypt. Every male that first openeth the womb, shall be mine, also all the firstborn of thy flock shall be reckoned mine, both of beeves and sheep. But the first of the ass thou shalt buy out with a lamb, and if thou redeem him not, then thou shalt break his neck, all the firstborn of thy sons shalt thou redeem, and none shall appear before me j empty. Six days shalt thou work, and in the seventh day thou shalt rest, both in earing time, and in the harvest thou shalt rest. Thou shalt also observe the feast of weeks in the time of the first fruits, of wheat harvest, and the feast of gathering fruits in the end of the year. Thrice in a year shall all your men children appear before the Lord Jehovah God of Israel. For I will cast out the nations before thee and enlarge thy coasts, so that no man shall desire thy land, when thou shalt come up to appear before the Lord thy God thrice in the year. Thou shalt not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leaven, neither shall aught of the sacrifice of the feast of Passover be left unto the morning. The first ripe fruits of thy land thou shalt bring unto the house of the Lord thy God, yet shalt thou not see the kid in his mother's milk. And the Lord said unto Moses, Write thou these words, for after the tenor of these words I have made a covenant with thee and with Israel. So he was there with the Lord forty days and forty nights, and did neither eat bread nor drink water, and he wrote in the tables the words of the covenant, even the Ten Commandments. So when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, the two tables of the testimony were in Moses' hand, as he descended from the mount, now Moses wist not that the skin of his face shone bright, after that God had talked with him. And Aaron and all the children of Israel looked upon Moses, and behold, the skin of his face shone bright, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called them, and Aaron and all the chief of the congregation returned unto him, and Moses talked with them. And afterward all the children of Israel came near, and he charged them with all that the Lord had said unto him in Mount Sinai. So Moses made an end of communing with them, and had put a covering upon his face. But, when Moses came before the Lord to speak with him, he took off the covering until he came out, then he came out, and spake unto the children of Israel that which he was commanded. And the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, how the skin of Moses' face shone bright, therefore Moses put the covering upon his face, until he went to speak with God. Covenant, the priesthood reference, Numbers 25 10-13 God's promise, Aaron's descendants would be priests forever signed, the Aaronic priesthood covenant, David reference. Exodus chapter 28. And cause thou thy brother Aaron to come unto thee and his sonies with him, from among the children of Israel, that he may saru me in the priest's office, I mean Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, Eliezer, and Edomar Aaron's sonies. Also thou shalt make holy garments for Aaron thy brother, glorious and beautiful. Therefore thou shalt speak unto all cunning men, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they make Aaron's garments to consecrate him, that he may serve me in the priest's office. Numbers chapter 6 Nazarite Priesthood And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When a man or a woman doth separate themselves to vow a vow of a Nazarite, to separate himself unto the Lord, he shall abstain from wine and strong drink, and shall drink no sour wine nor sour drink, nor shall drink any liquor of grapes, neither shall eat fresh grapes nor dry. As long as his abstinence endureth, shall he eat nothing that is made of the wine of the vine, neither the kernels nor the husk. While he is separated by his vow, 
the razor shall not come upon his head, until the days be out, in the which he separateth himself unto the Lord, he shall be holy, and shall let the locks of the hair of his head grow. During the time that he separateth himself unto the Lord, he shall come at no, be dead body. He shall not make himself unclean at the death of his father or mother, brother, or sister, for the consecration of his God is upon, see his head. All the days of his separation he shall be holy to the Lord. Covenant of Peace Phineas and his seed. Then the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Phineas the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, hath turned mine anger away from the children of Israel, while he, I was zealous for my sake among them, therefore I have not consumed the children of Israel in my jealousy. Wherefore say to him, Behold, I give unto him my covenant of peace. And he shall have it, and his seed after him, even the covenant of the priest's office forever, because he was zealous for his God, and hath made an J atonement for the children of Israel. Biblical portion of Bible study complete. The spiritual teaching of the Torah is be only during live Bible study. The Torah verses below are for those WHO like to read or study the Torah during their own time. For the sake of avoiding repeating the verses, I will only go over the verse God Hashem highlighted to US for this Bible study. Let US begin. 3. Torah Spiritual Teaching Notes. Bamidbar, Numbers, Chapter 28. 1 The Lord spoke to, Moses, saying. 2 Command the children of Israel and say to them, My offering, my food for my fire offerings, a spirit of satisfaction for me, you shall take care to offer to me at its appointed time. 3 And you shall say to them, This is the fire offering which you shall offer to the Lord, two unblemished lambs in their first year each day as a continual burnt offering. 4 The one lamb you shall offer up in the morning, and the other lamb you shall offer up in the afternoon. 5 And one tenth of an ephah of fine flour for a meal offering, mixed with a quarter of a hint of crushed, olive, oil. 6 A continual burnt offering, as the one offered up at Mount Sinai, for a spirit of satisfaction, a fire offering to the Lord. 7 Its libation shall be one quarter of a hin for each lamb, to be poured on the holy, altar, as a libation of strong wine to the Lord. 8 And the second lamb you shall offer up in the afternoon. You shall offer it up with the same meal offering and libation as the morning, sacrifice, a fire offering with a spirit of satisfaction to the Lord. 9 And on the Sabbath day, two unblemished lambs in the first year, and two tenths of an ephah of fine flour as a meal offering, mixed with oil, and its libation. 10 This is, the burnt offering of each Sabbath on its Sabbath, in addition to the continual burnt offering and its libation. 11 And on the beginning of your months, you shall offer up a burnt offering to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, and seven lambs in the first year, all, unblemished. 12 Three tenths of an ephah of fine flour as a meal offering, mixed with oil for each bull, and two tenths of an ephah of fine flour as a meal offering, mixed with oil for each ram. 13 And one tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a meal offering for each lamb. A burnt offering with a spirit of satisfaction, a fire offering to the Lord. 14 In their libations, a half of a hin for each bull, a third of a hin for each ram, and a quarter of a hin for each lamb wine, this is the burnt offering of each new month in its month, throughout the months of the year. 15 And one young male goat for a sin offering to the Lord, it shall be offered up in addition to the continual burnt offering and its libation. 16 Inches the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month, you shall offer up, a Passover offering to the Lord. 17 On the fifteenth day of this month, a festival, begins, you shall eat unleavened bread for seven days. 18 On the first day is a holy convocation, you shall not perform any mundane work. 19 You shall offer up a fire offering, a burnt offering to the Lord, two young bulls, 
one ram, and seven lambs in the first year they shall be unblemished for you. 20 Their meal offerings, shall be, fine flour mixed with oil, three tenths for each bull and two tenths for the ram you shall offer up. 21 And you shall offer up one tenth for each lamb, for all seven lambs. 22 And one young male goat for a sin offering to atone for you. 23 You shall offer these up besides the morning burnt offering which is offered as a continual burnt offering. 24 Like these, you shall offer up daily for seven days, food of the fire offering, a spirit of satisfaction to the Lord, you shall offer up this in addition to the continual burnt offering and its libation. 25 The seventh day shall be a holy convocation for you, you shall not perform any mundane work. 26 On the day of the first fruits, when you offer up a new meal offering to the Lord, on your festival of weeks, it shall be a holy convocation for you, and you shall not perform any mundane work. 27 You shall offer up a burnt offering with a spirit of satisfaction to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, and seven lambs in the first year. 28 Their meal offerings, shall be, fine flour mixed with oil, three tenths for each bull and two tenths for the ram. 29 One tenth for each lamb, for all seven lambs. 31 Young male goat to atone for you. 31 You shall offer this up besides the continual burnt offering and its meal offering they shall be unblemished for you, as well as their libations. Bamidbar, Numbers, Chapter 29. 1 And in the seventh month, on the first day, there shall be a holy convocation for you, you shall not perform any mundane work. It shall be a day of shofar sounding for you. 2 You shall offer up a burnt offering for a spirit of satisfaction to the Lord, one young bull, one ram, and seven lambs in the first year, all, unblemished. 3 And their meal offering, shall be, fine flour mixed with oil, three tenths for the bull and two tenths for the ram. 4 And one tenth for each lamb, for the seven lambs. 5 And one young male goat as a sin offering, to atone for you. 6 This is, besides the burnt offering of the new month and its meal offering, and the continual burnt offering and its meal offering, and their libations as prescribed for them, as a spirit of satisfaction, a fire offering to the Lord. 7 And on the tenth day of this seventh month, there shall be a holy convocation for you, and you shall afflict your souls. You shall not perform any work. 8 You shall offer up a burnt offering to the Lord, 4, a spirit of satisfaction, one young bull, one ram, and seven lambs in the first year, they shall, all, be unblemished. 9 And their meal offering, shall be, fine flour mixed with oil, three tenths for the bull and two tenths for the ram. 10 One tenth for each lamb, for the seven lambs. 11 A young male goat for a sin offering, besides the atonement sin offering and the continual burnt offering, its meal offering and their libations. 12 And on the fifteenth day of the seventh month, there shall be a holy convocation for you, you shall not perform any mundane work, and you shall celebrate a festival to the Lord for seven days. 13 You shall offer up a burnt offering, a fire offering for a spirit of satisfaction to the Lord, 13 young bulls, 2 rams, 14 lambs in the first year, they shall, all, be unblemished. 14 And their meal offering, shall be, fine flour mixed with oil, 3 tenths for each bull for the 13 bulls, 2 tenths for each ram for the 2 rams. 15 And 1 tenth for each lamb, for the 14 lambs. 16 And 1 young male goat for a sin offering, besides the continual burnt offering, its meal offering, and its libation. 17 And on the second day, 12 young bulls, 2 rams, and 14 lambs in the first year, all, unblemished. 18 And their meal offerings and their libations, for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number, as prescribed. 19 And one young male goat for a sin offering, besides the continual burnt offering, its meal offering, and their libations. 20 And on the third day, 11 bulls, 2 rams, and 14 lambs in the first year, 
all, unblemished. 21 and their meal offerings and their libations, for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number, as prescribed. 22 and one young male goat for a sin offering, besides the continual burnt offering, its meal offering and its libation. 23 and on the fourth day, 10 bulls, 2 rams, and 14 lambs in the first year, all, unblemished. 24 their meal offerings and their libations, for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number, as prescribed. 25 and one young male goat for a sin offering, besides the continual burnt offering, its meal offering and its libation. 26 and on the fifth day nine bulls, two rams, and fourteen lambs in the first year, all, unblemished. 27 and their meal offerings and their libations, for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number, as prescribed. 28 and one young male goat for a sin offering, besides the continual burnt offering, its meal offering, and its libation. 29 and on the sixth day, eight bulls, two rams, and fourteen lambs in the first year, all, unblemished. 30 and their meal offerings and their libations, for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number, as prescribed. 31 and one young male goat for a sin offering, besides the continual burnt offering, its meal offering, and its libations. 32 and on the seventh day, seven bulls, two rams and fourteen lambs in the first year, all, unblemished. 33 and their meal offerings and their libations, for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number, as prescribed for them. 34 one young male goat for a sin offering, besides the continual burnt offering, its meal offering, and its libation. 35 the eighth day shall be a time of restriction for you, you shall not perform any mundane work. 36 you shall offer up a burnt offering, a fire offering for a spirit of satisfaction to the Lord, one bull, one ram, and seven lambs in the first year, all, unblemished. 37 their meal offerings and their libations, for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number, as prescribed. 38 and one young male goat for a sin offering, besides the continual burnt offering, its meal offering and its libation. 39 these you shall offer up for the Lord on your festivals, besides your vows and voluntary offerings, for your burnt offerings, for your meal offerings, for your libations, and for your peace offerings. Amen and Amen. Torah reading complete. Note, all sources are hyperlinked to allow more translatable version in podcast. I pray others got something out of this history, Bible study, and spiritual Torah reading teaching. Until next time. The Priestly Blessing. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. And be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you. And give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I will bless them. In Yeshua HaMashiach mighty glorious name. Forever and ever. Amen and Amen. Cover art created by Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study. Photos HTTPS colon slash slash www.clickasnap.com slash speak God's grace or Facebook page HTTP colon slash slash www.facebook.slash Marie Speaks 009. For those that are new to this Bible study. Welcome the following is a brief review of this Bible study. 1. This blog post will have the resources and sources links for the Season 4 Bible Studies. 2. All books used and readings from during Live Bible Study can be found on our website, Marie Speaks God's Grace. Live in the Season 4 portion of the website. 3. 
After live Bible studies have completed, I will upload to Rumble and post link in this blog. How we conduct Bible studies here. We believe God has called each of us to search matters out. The glory of God is to conceal a thing secret, but the king's honor is to search out a thing. Proverbs 25 2. This is one reason why here at Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study we review several historical references and resources, of which we provide links and our screenshots for others to study at their leisure. We have been directed by God Almighty, to go book by book, verse by verse, sharing His good news. We believe as directed by God our Heavenly Father, learning and growing in Christ shall only be achieved in reading, studying, and sharing His word for ourselves, not relying on man. Luke 9 1 then called he his twelve disciples together, and gave them power and authority over all devils, and to heal diseases. Two and he sent them forth to preach the kingdom of God, and to cure the sick, Matthew 24 4 and Yeses answered, and sighed unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. 5 For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Learning, growing, and studying with our Lord is to be done with others that are like-minded, but more so during our personal time. Matthew 6 6 But when thou prayest, enter into thy chamber and when thou hast shut thy door a, pray unto thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly.0. The blogs are written to assist those just beginning to study the Bible as a starting point. The live or recorded Bible studies are to cover and release opportunities and guidance, but ultimately is one's own personal responsibility to rule, govern, and be purposeful in their relationship with God, Christ, and the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 3 8. He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wages according to his labor. Proverbs 22 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, even when he is old he will not depart from it. Romans 12 6-8. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them, if prophecy, in proportion to our faith, if service, in our serving, the one who teaches, in his teaching, the one who exhorts, in his exhortation, the one who contributes, in generosity, the one who leads, with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy, with cheerfulness. Ezekiel 18:20. The soul who sins shall die. The son shall not suffer for the iniquity of the father, nor the father suffer for the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. My Hashem, blessed be he continue to bless you us all and may we all be forever written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen and Amen. Let us begin. Link to Rumble Live Bible Study. Link to Previous Bible Study. Audio Podcast Blog Version of Bible Study. Audio of Blog. Link to YouTube Live Link Bible Study.